0: All right, well, we're doing it. My name's Allison Vojtovich. I am Allie
1: Toombs.
0: Welcome back to All is On with the Allisons. Allie Toombs is definitely more the research type. I'm not an idiot, but she definitely prepared way more for this episode than me.
1: So, <laughs> But the point of the podcast is that our name is...
0: Hey, guys. Hi. Welcome We're back. back. <laughs> we didn't rehearse that. That was amazing. You want to do the was intro? was <laughs> so incredible.
1: Yes. Okay. It's my turn to do the intro, bitches. This oh is no. All Is On with the Allisons, right? It's based on our name, and it's amazing. It's where all is on the table. We'll talk about literally anything. We've talked about online dating. We've talked about self-care. We've talked about dark tourism. And now we are doing a complete 180, and we are talking about the differences between Vine and TikTok. That's right. All you millennials, all you Gen Zers, come together, and we are going to talk about the differences and the influence of this type of social media on our themselves as well as kind of the background behind both of them and we're going to have a fight on which one do you think is better what do you think is better allison
0: that's literally what i was going to say we're going to try and be educational about this but it might just turn into a brawl um <laughs> team vine 100 percent.
1: after so i was kind of on the fence till i started doing research and after doing research i'm actually team tiktok And I can um, verify that because uh, I did my research, not only educational research by reading articles and some studies, um, but I also watched four and a half hours of TikTok in preparation.
0: To be fair, (laughs) Allie told me she watched two and a half hours, and now she's telling y'all she watched four and a half
1: hours. But think think about it, an hour yesterday morning, an hour two and a half hours last night when I couldn't sleep and I was just doing research and then like an hour this morning before I did yoga and other awesome things I told Allison how I was being such a corona goddess this morning and like did yoga and ate healthy and I'm drinking kombucha but I neglected to tell her that my morning actually started with watching TikTok before doing all of that (laughs) so um yeah TikTok has become my life you can thank Cody because I was like Cody why are you so like entrapped in this tiktok and he's like you don't understand like it's just so addicting so i downloaded it and i was like fuck it let's just watch it let's just see what happens and sometimes cody and i will be like sitting on the couch and we'll get bored with what's on tv so we'll look at our phones and then we'll wa- we'll both be watching separate tiktoks and like hours will pass <laughs> and we'll be like whoa like we were just in a wormhole and like it's now nighttime and we have to figure out what to eat for dinner like <laughs> so this is what happens
0: happens when we're allowed to be adults
1: (laughs) yeah I know I was thinking about that a couple nights ago I was like being an adult just means that you can eat cake for breakfast but you shouldn't
0: (laughs) that's the perfect way to put it actually
1: because I I made a cake and I did want to eat it for breakfast but I didn't I had it (laughs) as a little treat after lunch so dude, (laughs) that's that's being an adult (laughs)
0: I blew my own mind the other day when I think I solved the riddle to uh, have your cake and eat it too. Like when people say you can't have your cake and eat it too, I was like, holy shit, you can't have your cake and eat it too, because when you eat it, you no longer have
1: it. Oh, wow. Like, wow. Is that what that That's... means? Because you can't have it because you it'll be gone if you eat it. But what if you made like a whole bunt cake and you only ate a piece of it, then you both had and ate your cake?
0: Does that mean it's like you're just not allowed to finish any cake if you want to have a cake and eat it?
1: I guess. But what <laughs> if you want to share your cake with others? that's for me that's what baking is all about is being like look I made this thing do you like it and that people be like yes the thing is good can you make the thing again and I'm like no (laughs) it it came out of thin air and now it's gone (laughs) you can never make two cakes because
0: once you eat your cake you can't have your cake
1: (laughs) yeah I don't know. This is uh, now. Now my brain hurts.
0: Now that's a tangent (laughs) that we didn't need to go on.
1: (laughs) Exactly. So listen, literally, people, all is on with the Allisons today, and we, like I said, we were talking about Vine versus TikTok. So I did some research. um, Oh wait, should we should
0: we say who is who first?
1: Oh yeah, who are you?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm Allison W.
1: And I'm Allie Toombs. You can tell because, oh yeah, I was going to mention, but um, I found out from Allison editing that my microphone is softer. Don't worry. I just bought a new one, so it should be better. But if you're, I'm the one with the quieter voice, which is crazy to me because I'm really goddamn loud. <laughs> so, she is very loud. I'm I, so loud. I don't know how I'm a night shift nurse. Like really, <laughs> I'm a huge klutz and my voice carries for like miles. <laughs> so I'm the quieter one. Yeah. But only till next week with my new when my new mic comes So
0: yeah my uh my editing should have fixed some of that but I'm also not a good editor so <laughs> sorry guys just,
1: just be prepared we're working on audio quality because I know there are some people out there that are like I can't listen to this podcast because the audio quality is terrible and do you know what I have to say to those people I am not an expert I'm a fucking nurse okay <laughs> I went to school to save the lives of the tiny humans and I know that that audio quality bothers you people so i'm sitting in my hot ass fucking closet with no air with a fancy mic surrounded by clothes to make it better and it's still quiet so you know what i'm trying and i appreciate (laughs) you nice people but to all the haters out there i respect you (laughs) you just don't have to listen it's fine (laughs) or come back in episode five when um I have my new mic
0: (laughs) yes that'll that'll be the answer you do have to listen because you're actually contractually obligated by turning this podcast on you have to listen
1: you turn it on and and you're committed for the next hour to hour and a half yes thousand (laughs) percent all right so uh now that we've reintroduced ourselves I'm gonna be bad about that I'm gonna be one of those people that's like don't they know who I am? Like they fucking listen to the podcast, but that's not the <laughs> case because not everyone starts at one. <laughs> I do, but it's fine. Okay. So let's talk about Vine. So um, for those of you, I feel like most people know what Vine is, but essentially it was an app that launched in 2012 um, that where people could make max six second videos of people doing things so a lot of vines got really famous a lot of people got really famous on vine um just because they were comedians they were doing funny things they were pranking people um i i know like what do you have a favorite vine i have a couple favorite vines
0: i don't have a favorite vine i just have a personal story of one of the comedians in austin definitely was vine famous like oh, that's cool i didn't know yeah that. yeah he was living in kansas city i guess and he was he got vine famous and then obviously vine went bye-bye and then Vine he got bars. hit he got hit by a bus and got paid out so much that he doesn't have to work for the rest of his life
1: <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. What?
0: Yeah, straight oh, up I guy hit, hit by, by a bus. A bus.
1: <laughs> okay, okay. I feel like you weren't truly a college student unless you walked across the street and saw a car coming and went, "Hit me." pay for my tuition because I 1000% did. I saved <laughs> like, some hit me. Dumb ass.
0: <laughs> I saved some dumbass's life because this girl was texting and had her headphones in and didn't realize that one of the buses on, U- on UT campus was about to smash into her. And she just stepped into the road, <laughs> and I, like, grabbed her and pulled her back. And then I'm glad she wasn't one of your line of thought because she probably was mad at me for not getting her free tuition.
1: <laughs> yeah is wrong with you yeah no that's hilarious that reminds me of that parks and rec episode where he's like you want to get hit by alexis i know a guy real gentle (laughs) (laughs) uh, john ralphio i love parks and rec this is now parks and rec podcast all right so um my favorite vines i want to hear your favorite vines first of all so please like email us or dm us on instagram or whatever because i want to hear them but my favorite um, is there's a little boy and he gets a gift and he opens it up and he goes it's an avocado thanks he's like so happy about it like genuinely like, I love that one and then there's another one and there's a little girl and she there's like a bunch of geese in a field and she looks at the camera and goes look at all those chickens oh my god so good <laughs>
0: I feel like we need to have some of these featured, like, whenever we're
1: sharing these. Oh, my God. There's another one that I don't even know how to explain, but it's this older guy, and he's playing a trumpet, and him and his son are both wearing sunglasses, and while he's, like, playing, or no, he's playing the trombone, I'm sorry, and then midway through the song, when, like, the beat would drop, the sun starts, like, hitting the oven. It's so funny. (laughs) So ridiculous. I love Vine, too, but tiktok is great as well so, so can i get, can
0: i like bef- i know we, we've got a lot of like actually like juicy information on vine that yes. i want us to talk about mm-hmm. but i want to defend my stance a little bit just because sure the reason that i said vine so quickly is because the user the user face like interface of tiktok stresses me out
1: see and a lot of people which i found in my research see the interface being a lot more understandable than the vine interface
0: interesting i think that's interesting yeah i mean and i and i say stresses me out and like it's not confusing to understand how to work but the fact that the videos are looping constantly and i can't like i can't like hit play on the videos they're automatically playing
1: that stresses me out i do get that like i was doing something and watching tiktok and i let my phone go and it was just the same fucking background noise like over and over again I wish it would move on to like the next video, but yeah, it's like on an infinite loop until you yourself scroll up. It's like when you're trying to share, it's like
0: when you're trying to share an Instagram story of you talking and it like plays the audio over and over again until it's fully uploaded (laughs) and you're sick of hearing yourself talk.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty much the case. That's why I haven't, I have a TikTok, but I haven't, I haven't published anything on it. I never had a Vine. Um, The only way I knew about Vine, really, because so Vine is very closely incorporated with Twitter, which I'll get into. And I, to this day, it is 2020. Twitter has been around for like God knows how long. I still don't fucking understand Twitter. I don't get it. I don't understand it. (laughs) It's like I'm too dumb to get Twitter. I think they switch
0: Twitter so much that it like makes it hard to keep up with sometimes if you're just a casual
1: user. Well, yeah, and I, I do have a Twitter and I like tweet, stupid shit or I did for a while and then I forgot about it and I don't use it anymore but it's the algorithm for Twitter I don't like because it, it's kind of like TikTok where it just picks things that it you think it'll you'll like yeah and I'm like oh i actually want to see what like my friends are tweeting or whatever it's like a lot of suggested tweets and I was just like I don't know yeah and so and Vine is really so closely associated with Twitter so I never had a Vine but all the Vines I knew were from like watching Vine compilations on YouTube <laughs> yeah or um (laughs) my friends showing them to me
0: yeah me me too i never had an actual vine account um i would just like i think i actually got on the platform because of twitter like i would see one vine on twitter and then i would click open in vine or whatever and then i would just end up on the feed in there (laughs) scrolling (laughs) through vines so i'm similar to to you in that
1: yeah and so if anyone has a vine and wants or, or had a vine is dead i'll get into it but if anyone had a vine and kind of wants to compare the interface with us let us be really curious to hear uh like i said i do have a TikTok, tock so i know the kind of interface of that like on a very surface level but that's that's pretty much it but yeah so short six second videos max founded in 2012 there are three co-founders that i found by the way i got a lot of my information from wikipedia <laughs> um just because nfpd is kind of like a, a maso menos it's Place to get sources. But I just found that there wasn't a ton of like non-bias information from where I found. So I started with Wikipedia and then kind of went from the links that were attached to Wikipedia. Yeah, there's a lot of drama
0: um, associated with Vine. So that's honestly the yeah, probably the best place is, to start.
1: <laughs> so there are three co-founders that I found, Dom Hoffman, Russ Yusupov, and Colin Kroll. Um, I'll get a little bit more into Dom Hoffman and Russ Yusupov. Um, but Colin Kroll actually passed away from an OD in, Mm -hmm. I think I wrote it down. It was 2018. 2018. Um, So that's interesting too, which there's another person associated with mine that also passed away, which I thought was interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was acquired by Twitter. So it was founded in June, 2012 by those three men. It was acquired by Twitter in October 2012 and then officially launched in January 2013. Um, for reference, you were about to graduate high school and I was about to start my, I was about to finish my junior year, I guess, right? Yeah, I graduated, I graduated before in 2013. Me.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: So, and then Vine officially was archived, aka Vine is dead. Like if you Google Vine, there's still a website, but it says like archived. Yeah. Um, And that was arcade in January, 2017. I was in college and I remember everyone being like all the beams of like Vine is dead, Vine. Yeah, everyone (laughs) was so sad. (laughs) Yeah, I was, especially because Vine was still like popping. Like it wasn't like, yeah, uh, it's like it had the popularity, at least from my perspective, which granted I was in nursing school. So, I mean, I knew very little, Um, but Vine was still fairly popular. I feel like it kind of cut it when it was still like kind of in its prime.
0: Yeah, hmm. I was very confused by their decision to shut it down because it was the same for me. It seemed like a lot of people were still sending them and at least embedding them in Twitter. Like, yes. I, I think the, the popularity of embedding it on Twitter got a lot higher towards the end of its life. And I think maybe they were worried that it was just going to become like second hand to Twitter. So I don't know exactly mm-hmm. why. Maybe your research showed why they decided to, to shut it down, but it didn't really make sense to me. Honestly, I feel like
1: there was a lot of things behind closed doors from the research that I did and there was a lot of like he said she said and it it just seemed like you said like there was a lot of drama I feel like I didn't get a lot of straight information yeah um so Vine can still be watched on YouTube they're still archived they're still referenced you can see them on your Facebook your Facebook wall or whatever um a couple people actually got famous from Vine um I didn't know this, but Sean Mendez, who's really famous, started on Vine. That's where his career started. Whoa. I had no idea. He's like super famous. Yeah. Like like a household name famous. And then um, Josh Peck, who was from Drake and Josh, kind of had like this kind of lull in his career, but he re picked back up when Vine started um, and kind of his career got reignited from Vine. Uh, and he's still a pretty, act- follow him on Snapchat. He's, like, still pretty active on social media.
0: Yeah, he seems like There's he's got pick up back stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: There's a lot of other stars, too. Honestly, it was a lot of, like, YouTubers and people that I wasn't familiar with. I listed the two people that I knew. <laughs> yeah. Um, But... Uh, yeah I I didn't know that about Shawn Mendes and he like I said he's like famous like I know his music and he's
0: also like 20 (laughs) and it annoys me
1: (laughs) I can't I mean Billie Eilish is like 18 she's 18
0: I fucking love her music too but anyway
1: I'm obsessed and her like personality and her vibe like that was like you know she reminds me a little bit of like the fallout boy she's so angsty <laughs> like, yeah the
0: thing yeah the thing that like is so like descriptive of her I think is like on her birthday she posted a picture still wearing like you know the baggy clothes and crazy mm-hmm. hair and she said something along the lines of like what you thought I was gonna show it off now that I'm an adult <laughs> like <laughs> like back off burbs <laughs>
1: Have you seen? I love her. This is a tangent. But have you seen? She did that collaboration with Bad Guy with Justin Bieber. And honestly, yes. because you know on Spotify, which that's my—I actually like that version better than the original. And I love the original. But um, in the background on Spotify, you know how they have pictures or like little videos? It's yeah. her being like 12 with a a bunch of Justin Bieber posters in
0: her She's room. She's such a huge fan of his. Yeah, that she was is such funny.
1: a believer. It's so cute. I love it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, especially because really she's
1: so young. Like, I I remember crying about Justin Bieber in eighth grade, like seventh grade, when he still had like the long hair and sang "Baby." <laughs> like, I feel like <laughs> that's where the true believers started, which I don't really care for him. I didn't really care for him then or now, but <laughs> I just think it's crazy that to do with Sondum. But maybe Phineas liked his music for older brother, and she kind yeah. Of anyway, all right. So, um. Once Vine died in 2017, Dom Hoffman made a successor, which was called V2, but due to some drama and it sounded like lack of funding, uh, they ended up, the prototype or whatever you want to call it, ended up kind of being put on hold and then was changed into an app called Byte, B-Y-T-E, which actually launched in January 2020, Uh, and I downloaded that last night, and I didn't really get into the interface because I didn't feel like making an account, but it sounds like it's a lot like, um, tick Interesting.
0: Vine, very
1: similar. So according to an article, like, from-
0: sorry, does it seem like that the, they still have the six second time limit? Like, is that their differentiator still?
1: No, uh, you can have up to, I think, I thought I wrote it down. Uh, I wrote it down. Essentially by Vine- an, Essentially, it's the same as buying TikTok, two to eight second videos where people can followers can like and rebite, which is like retweet. Right. Um, they oh, yeah, have a it. presence on YouTube and Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, but it's not a very big presence, which I thought was interesting. Like they had no YouTube, and their Instagram was private with no post. Weird. Um, very weird. Um, their tagline is creativity first, which I think is kind of interesting because that's one of the arguments on why TikTok was more successful than mine because it allowed for more creativity, which I'll get into. Um, and I thought it was funny because when I went to download Byte, <laughs> TikTok I, like pulled up as like the targeted uh, app.
0: <laughs> so kind of like TikTok put, is literally using their keywords to still get people to yeah, use TikTok
1: <laughs> yes and you're and you're a lot more familiar with like the algorithms behind social media and how things are kind of targeted towards that I don't I can kind of put things together on exactly what it is but um yeah and then when you download the app it says in loving memory of Jacob Martin Martinin uh, which was another co-founder of Byte a bite excuse me who was associated with Vine and he died in I think 2017 or 20 either 2017 or 2019 and based on the information I found it looked like he died in a bicycle accident so I thought that that was really interesting that like two people that were associated with That's Vine ended up dying
0: terrifying and yeah wait so when you were saying I'm like hung up on this thing about TikTok coming up so did you see like, <laughs> you you googled bite and TikTok came up as like the top search no.
1: So when I went to the app store to download Byte, because I was like, maybe I'll make an account and like see the interface. Yeah. The like targeted app for you to buy was TikTok.
0: Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Yeah, I don't know how those ads work as much.
1: I should have screenshot it. I mean, to me, like, so I mean, if we're, if
0: I'm assuming the app store, if they're like a a targeted, if it was like a targeted ad on the app store to download TikTok, like I'm assuming it's the same as Google ads where... On Google Ads, like you can pick a target keyword, and anyone who's Googling that keyword, your listing is gonna come up first on Google as an ad. So, like, my favorite example of this is um, there's like a bunch of people (laughs) that I work with at this marketing uh, lunch meeting that I go to every week. And uh, one of them was having problems with his website because some like random ass pharmacy in China, like, Targeted the exact name of his business, which does window repairs. Uh, it's like custom touch window repair or something like that. If you Google that, the top result looks like is his, it's his URL, like the, the title. Because uh, you know, like the blue words are like the title, whatever you want it to be. Um, mm-hmm. And then underneath it, you can see what the actual URL is. So the title they actually put as his URL, but the actual URL goes to some random ass pharmacy in China and that I was like, dude, they literally took the title of your website and they're targeting that as a keyword to get people to go to their pharmacy website. Like it's so weird. So which
1: is weird because they're not even correlated.
0: Exactly. So I say that because bite if if App Store ads work the same as Google ads, that means byte is targeting the phrase or no, TikTok is targeting the phrase bite to advertise to people who want video sharing platforms and so that they're still showing up number one that's so smart and also so mischievous
1: I I I texted it to you okay you're buzzing
0: oh yeah there's a text that's so funny isn't that weird yeah okay you can say I
1: I texted it to you can you hear me okay
0: yeah that's so funny
1: Okay. Yeah, I know. It's so weird.
0: Yeah, it um, is an ad. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah,
1: it's like a targeted ad. So, uh, yeah, we'll post it on our Instagram. Uh, I'll save the picture, and if we ever get an Instagram started. That's um, funny. We'll post it, and you can see, but it's it's super weird. I Not totally quite. just
0: crept on – I just crept on Byte's Instagram, too, and I'm like, yo, I need to pitch these guys. This is bullshit.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, there's, like, nothing there. Um, It's very strange. Like, I don't know exactly – you know it sounds like there are some funding issues and like funding getting pulled and put towards cer- certain things which i'll get into again but um mm-hmm.
0: so that's yeah, bite so do you want to like go into bite. like what tiktok is and then we'll get into some of the drama stuff
1: uh yes I think okay
0: so. okay let's that go into right. tiktok
1: so tiktok i uh, got a lot of my information uh from again wikipedia's a slate article uh and then actually for the Vine versus TikTok stuff, I actually got that from, there was a state press article that a ASU student wrote that was really good. Um, so go ASU, go state press. Uh, <laughs> and then <laughs> there was a couple other like random articles that I referred to. A lot of it's not necessarily like, I don't want to say like non-educational, but like, I didn't find anything on like Google Scholar or, you know, right. I just think there's not a lot of like really deep research done. Cause I think people forget sometimes that scientific research, t- it could take 10 or 12 years for your research to get published totally so and this is all new so anyway tiktok was once called uh the app music.ly and i'm sure some gen z's are yelling at me right now musically telling me it's it's called something else i don't know yeah they say yeah they say musically musically right so i had never heard of it but I think I know what it's referenced to. So Musical.ly was launched in 2014. So two years after Vine. Um, It was purchased by a Chinese company called ByteDance. B-Y-T-E-D-E-N-C-E. Don't know if, I don't think it has any association with Byte, the app.
0: Yeah, that's interesting that the name is close. Yeah. Um,
1: But ByteDance actually owned TikTok. TikTok launched in 2016. So it sounds like based on my research that the Musical.ly app and TikTok app were combined in August of 2018. So Musical.ly was kind of one of those apps where like you could lip sync to a song and kind of like do your own thing and then it gets published. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then TikTok was like dancing and kind of like Vine, where you just kind of posted videos of like your dog doing whatever and it getting famous. So when you put both of those together, I think that that's a pretty good explanation of what TikTok is. Um, The company said that the combination of both the apps better reflects the breadth of content created on our platform that extends beyond music to comedy, performance art, and more. So whereas Musical.ly was kind of like, okay, let's just see you lip sync to this song or lip sync to this. Because it's not always just like lip singing to a song sometimes it's like your lip you're like lip quoting uh, (laughs) like you're like you're
0: lip quoting like a speech or something like a
1: speech or like a movie or you know um something like that like the example from tiktok that comes to mind immediately is like people quoting stuff from tv shows so like there's a There's a, from, so Cody, a little bit of background. Cody hates Parks and Recreation. I don't know why I'm with him. It's my favorite TV show. But uh, in the season finale, or the series finale, I think, there's this scene where two of the characters pretend to be dead, and they're, like, looking at their own funeral. And when they're walking away, they're like, don't be suspicious, don't be suspicious, so they don't get, like, caught looking at their own funeral. And that, people are referencing that soundbite in a ton of TikTok videos. Oh, that's funny. So it's the same thing where it'll be like that, or I can't think of any other ones off the top of my head. I should have written them down. I was like, I'll do TikTok research, and instead I just watched a million apps. Or like, there's one where it's like, this is my dad and this is my mom, and together they made me. I'm Ryan, and this is the story of my life. Like that's a reference. I don't know what that's from, but and there's there's a a lot of other ones. So musically kind of did that type thing, and then TikTok. Um, actually a lot of times got famous because of dancers. Dancers would post like 15 second dance things or like challenges um, and people would try to mimic them, which still happens on the TikTok app. So
0: yeah, that seems to be like the thing that gets like the different mm -hmm. dance challenges and stuff. That seems to be like the thing that gets extrapolated to other platforms the most right now like people doing people doing especially like dance challenges where they like slap the camera and then when they move their hand back they're wearing something different or yes I'm really into those yeah
1: yes I like those when the beat drops like they're in something totally different yeah Yeah, I know that's so cool I'm not that there's a Britney challenge going on right now where people are like singing to um which one's that one oh Nana uh maybe uh, one more time that's embarrassing we're both like embarrassing. singing, we're both I singing sing the, the song. whole song to get to it but I got there so they're doing the challenge where, like like every time there's a beat they put on like a different makeup part and then at the end they look like Britney oh my it's gosh it's really cool but there's other ones, too. Like, there's one that I recently liked where the girl dresses up and she looks like Hee from Moana, the bird.
0: <laughs> oh, my so. gosh. I saw one the other day that my friend, who is older than me, so she's, like, in her late 20s, her and her husband, they did one, which I was like, props to your husband for doing this. She's obsessed with Disney, like, more than you. And Wow, it's not possible. It's crazy. And, um <laughs> And she, uh, they were like, I guess their friend was supposed to get married last weekend or something. And uh, so she did uh, the Bippity Boppity Boo uh, oh, yeah. song. And so it's like the intro to that. And when she says Boo, some like beat drops. And so they jumped on Boo. And when they landed, they were like in their wedding outfit to go see her get married. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, that's that's exactly what it's, that's that's a really common one. And yeah. a lot of like, so TikTok is also targeted so the plat, the um interface of tiktok is like there's people you follow and then it's like the for you page and it's not like facebook where it'll it'll like eventually circle back to like where you started or you'll see things you've already seen like an hour ago it's each video is completely different that's another reason why tiktok is so addicting because there's no end like you can just watch videos for two and a half hours and you'll never see the same video
0: (laughs) yeah it's like insane
1: Yeah, no, and there's so many, and they're not always, like, on time or whatever, like, some of them came before quarantine, some are from the beginning of quarantine, TikTok has really taken off because of quarantine, Uh, and there's been a lot of, like, challenges, like, there's the dress-up challenge, where you're supposed to dress up, like, somebody famous, and then you come to dinner, or there's, like, the... (laughs) have you seen this one where it's like the choose your character like when you're playing Super Smash Bros and it tells you to choose your character yo
0: I saw <laughs> one that was like so smart it was just like you know on video games where um like your your avatar is just kind of standing there as you're shifting clothes yeah, and like that's, weapons that's is it. that it yeah
1: no that's the choose your character when that's from Super Smash Bros that's what the bite's from or the the sound bite is from but yeah like people sometimes there's a Disney one where it's like the Disney dad and he's holding a map and then there's like the Disney the Disney freaks and they like have hats on and magic shirts and <laughs> like yes so a lot of mine are targeted so it's like cat videos dog videos famous people dancing famous people singing <laughs> if you're not careful if Disney. you watch too
0: many weed videos it'll all be weed videos <laughs> but that's, right. a, that's a good example of like um, how algorithms are working on all of the social media platforms. Yes. Like it's super apparent on TikTok. And I think that is one thing that annoyed me. For some reason, I got in like a goo algorithm. Like, you know, when people make that like, that goo that you can just play with at home and they'll put like beads in it or glitter or whatever I don't know why it's oh, weird I like one of them popped up on my feed and I guess I liked it because it was like aesthetically pleasing and then my feed just turned into goo videos and I was like this isn't what I wanted
1: no I know and, and that's kind of what I was thinking last night in my dark deep hole is like <laughs> it ended up being like a lot of cat videos and I was like I love cats I have three of them I that's my life but, like, I wish that it wasn't all just cat videos. Like, I would have liked to have seen something else. But Cody's is completely different because Cody's algorithm is a lot of, like, um, people working on generators or working on cars or there's a TikTok trend or... Where- <laughs> People will go, I'm so nice to my neighbors and they're so rude to me and I'm not 100% sure why. And it shows them getting into their car. And he's like, Every time I wake up, I say good morning and then I get in my car and they turn their car on and it's super fucking loud. (laughs) (laughs) So that one like pops up on his feed a lot. It's just targeted based on your likes, which Mm -hmm. again also gets you into like this dangerous hole because it's all stuff that you're interested in. So you don't want to stop watching it. Like Facebook, you're like, I don't give a fuck about what X, Y, and Z person are sharing. Yeah. You know, and sometimes even Instagram, like the targeted ads or whatever, it'll pop up people that you don't really care about, but like, it's always something that you're intrigued by. Yeah. Oh my God. How has two hours passed?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Okay. So they can, they combine the two in, um, in 2018, 2018. Yeah. I think
1: I didn't get like a set. The article I read was published in 2018 and it was like in August this happened. So I was like, well, yeah, it must be 2018. But that I sounds about right. Cause that.
0: that feels like it's when it really started to pop off too.
1: Yes, I agree. Pop off. I'm pretty sure that's another TikTok
0: reference. Is that a, G- <laughs> is that a, G- a Gen Z phrase in my hip?
1: Oh, it's a, yeah, it's a reference to a, okay, listen, all you Gen Zers out there are going to yell at me, but there's a TikTok song. It's not, a, it's a real song that TikTok uses <laughs> and it's by this guy. His name is BB, no dollar sign. I don't know if he's like BB, no money or what, but literally it's B-B-N-O dollar sign, right? Baby okay. knows, baby knows. <laughs> I don't think that's
0: it. Because Kesha Listen. had a dollar sign in her name.
1: <laughs> yeah, but we didn't say key dollar sign, ha. Huh. That's like what I'm saying <laughs> like baby knows. Like <laughs> I don't know. Jen's ears are like, fuck you. It's screaming. Screaming it at their... <laughs> in their cars right now don't um, crash <laughs> he, he has a song that's like when i popped up na, 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 na. i guarantee you've heard it
0: <laughs> i probably have i but have pretty trashy where, music like, taste
1: where they like like joe jonas has one that's or no that's the bibbidi-bobbidi-boo one but like it's, it's another <laughs> one where you kind of like jump in and you look different um,
0: oh my gosh that's funny <laughs> joe jonas
1: has the bibbidi-bobbidi-boo one joe jonas is very funny i have i follow seven people on tiktok right now and, and he's one like of them joe jonas <laughs> <laughs> jason mraz <laughs> Tw- twitch <laughs> It was on so you think you Can dance <laughs> oh my gosh that guy's cool i like him so that's what got me into tiktok is him and his wife her name's allison they both were on so you think you can dance and now twitch is on ellen um But they both started on So You Think You Can Dance, and they're married now and have kids. And they just do, like, 15-second dance videos or, like, 15-second workout videos. That's cool. It's so cool. And so I follow him and, like, three other dancers, including Alex Wong, who was the best dancer. And So You Think You Can Dance, I will fight you. (laughs) (laughs) I love So You Think You Can Dance. So, yeah, that's pretty much it for TikTok. Something else that I thought was interesting um, is that musically allowed kids 13 plus to uh sing along and make videos which to me sounds I guess was like a big deal but I'm like like I didn't have a MySpace and I think I got a Facebook when I was like a sophomore in high school yeah like my friends had MySpaces and they were like 11 that's what I'm thinking about
0: like we, you know <laughs> it's funny like as soon as you get out of being a teenager you're like they're too young to do anything but like oh it's
1: so true <laughs>
0: but it's like yeah, I mean, I, I was pretty late to the social media game, but I was totally using AIM when I was in, like, fourth grade. Like, yeah, it's, it's yeah. you know, so you say, like, wow, they're letting 13-year-olds do it. Like, I think a lot of them say you're supposed to be, eight, like, 16 or 18, and people just lie. Like, people they lie, lie about their birthday. So easy. Yeah, because yeah. everyone was on them before they were 13.
1: Absolutely. My parents are really strict about stuff, so, like, they were really good about keeping me away from it, and now I wish they would have done it forever, because... <laughs> Sorry. Kombucha makes me like a little burpy. But, but she's um, being healthy. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. All of the bacteria in the kombucha is just accepting itself into my gut. Um
0: <laughs> Yum.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yummy. But yeah, um you know, I was like I kind of like both of us. I, our parents sheltered us pretty well, I think, from the outside world. Cuz I remember telling my mom like, "Oh, yeah, so and so has a myspace And my mom was like, "What the fuck is wrong with her?" Parents? So, yeah. Like, I don't think that they know. And also, like, she could... Sh- Another thing also is we're both the oldest, and, like, my friends that had, like, MySpaces or Facebooks really young were the younger siblings. Exactly. So I wonder if that has to do with it.
0: Oh, I totally think it does, because, like, <laughs> I remember thinking of that a lot of times, like, for certain things. Like, if there was... Uh, like, if there was something my brother and I both wanted for Christmas or something, he's two years younger, but we would, like, both get it the same
1: year. Yep.
0: And it's oh, like, yeah. oh, shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was – so my parents, like I said, sheltered me. So I didn't get texting. Like, just texting. Until I think I was a sophomore in high school. (laughs) All my friends had texting in middle school. But they were like, nope, no texting. You can't have texting. And I was like, screw. Like, I had a phone. But, like, I could only make calls on it. And all I wanted was texting. Like, I worked so hard to get it so I could text (laughs) my friends. Right? And I remember, like, borrowing my friends' phones to text other friends. Because no one let me have texting. Aww. And then my brother got a phone the same time I did. And we're five years apart. That little fucker got texting. Andy got like a nice ass phone. Like, I started oh out with a flip phone and then I went down to hand me downs and then we both got iPhones at the same time. And I was like, oh. that's so funny. But anyway, Alex and I have a really healthy relationship now and we're fine. Even though he has an iPhone 11 and I'm pissed about it because I want an iPhone 11. <laughs>
0: yeah but you're an adult now so you have to buy your own
1: that's the issue <laughs> that I have to pay for the iPhone 11 so I'm gonna limp it out with my iPhone 8 until eventually Cody and I can find phone plans and then Cody will pay for the
0: iPhone that's what the beauty of marriage is
1: <laughs> Yay, I'm so excited
0: <laughs> oh my god to goodness. be fair
1: I pay for things too it's, it all works out but you know, yeah I'll you just you get. were just
0: saying you bought your bed you bought the bed and you guys both use the bed
1: I, I bought the bed. It was really expensive. We were talking about that before we started recording how expensive it is. One, to exist, and two, <laughs> you want like these nice things, but then it takes such a big chunk out of your bank account. You're like, oh my God, I can't do anything for the like, seven and a half years.
0: <laughs> <It's> <laughs> so horrible. That's the reset time seven and a half years.
1: <laughs> yes, seven and a half. Okay, back to Vine and TikTok. Sorry for that tangent. So let's talk <laughs> about the differences between the two. So, Couple articles I found said that TikTok is better because it provides more creativity than Vine. Vine was a lot more like, okay, snap the video and publish it, and that's it. TikTok, you can add music, you can add filters, you can put in the sound bites and references, kind of like we had talked about with the Parks and Rec one and and the other stuff. Um, So, it has, I thought this was interesting. The interface has an inbox over notifications, which I don't know why that would affect some people, (laughs) but I guess, like, I get a message from TikTok every day being like, so-and-so is doing this at this time, or they're live streaming, whatever, whatever the case might be.
0: Yeah, that's got to just be, like, the jargon of the app, right? Because they act as notifications.
1: It's essentially the same thing. Yeah. I have all notifications turned off on my phone in an attempt to not be on my phone as much. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so that doesn't really affect me, but I guess some people, they prefer the inbox interface over like just, oh, so-and-so commented on your video or whatever so it also unifies communities of people so kind of like we already talked about with the targeted stuff there are people who are cat people and like to watch cat videos or like something that's really big right now um in the time of coronavirus is like watching nurses and doctors and healthcare providers like do stuff in their ppe and that's like a whole community of people or um i don't know if i've mentioned this before but cody and i are really big nerds and we're into cosplay we haven't officially cosplayed anything yet but we've been to comic cons we definitely want to do it sometime in our in our lives almost said in our careers (laughs) we want to cosplay in our careers. professional cosplayers (laughs) there are people that do that and they make bank and their lives are so awesome anyway i want but yeah we want to cosplay and stuff we're really into it but there are people kind of like we had mentioned about with the brush where they'll like brush it off and they'll take it off in their you know princess peach or their cinderella or that's cool. um you know there was a one that we just watched where it had all the characters from avatar the last airbender which uh, i don't know when you guys are recording this but may 15th it's gonna be on netflix that's so dope. So, <laughs> so good everyone anyway and then a lot of people are saying it's more personal than vine because you can talk for longer you can add that more creativity Um, And after doing all that research, I thought that that was really interesting. It's also, I feel like, pretty easy to get famous, like, tiktok famous
0: yeah that's one thing like trending i I, yeah so i mean coming from the marketing angle i actually i mean as much as i just like the user interface of vine better like i totally like it's so mind-blowing to anyone who is not a gen z or a millennial how many people are on tiktok like it's it's really fascinating it's so funny for me to see anyone older than a millennial freak out about a new social media because they're like how is this person getting a million hits on this video and they're like we need to learn how to monetize this and it's like my favorite thing in the world to see adults try to monetize social medias that young people are using and they're like how do the kids think um but yeah that's that's like a huge thing and I mean I have several friends who've like gone viral on their shit I went viral on there when it first converted like it's it's pretty easy to like do As long as you do something like ridiculous and memorable enough, people will reshare it (laughs) and then you'll go viral. (laughs) And it's so easy. That's
1: that's so true. Um, And, you know, I have friends that are on TikTok that have like thousands of followers and have, you know, because it's the for your FYP. Is it for your pleasure? That's like the targeted one. Hold on. I'll pull up the app because I don't want want to get it wrong. I think I wasn't sure.
0: Yeah, I wasn't sure what FYP meant. I knew it was like a top used hashtag, though. And there was also think, like hashtag oh, for,
1: for you. For you page. For you for page. page. Yeah. Sorry. Now I have TikTok. No, no I'm going to turn it off. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, it's the for you page. So if you hashtag like for you page FYP, it's going to pop up. So suckers like me see it in their interface based on things that they've already watched. So if you post a cute, sorry, that kombucha's is hitting me hard. Um, if you post a video, a cute video of your dogs, something cute, it's probably going to pop up on my feed and a lot of people's feed. I think people like watching animal videos. Yeah, Uh, totally. And so that's, you know, I think that that's another way to get kind of like vine famous. And it's one of those things where a couple of my friends or like Cody's really close friends are on TikTok and they do like, they put on fancy makeup and they do like, they sing along to songs, and it's a little bit more like personal and them showing themselves off. Not that I think that's a bad thing, but that's not something I'm necessarily gonna watch because I'm like, you do you, but I don't particularly care. Right? And I think that that's a, a big part of the TikTok generation is like, oh, look at me do this, look at me do that, or whatever, which again, totally fine. I don't judge you do you, but like, Cody, like, you ever to gonna watch. <laughs> exactly. I don't have to watch. I'd rather watch somebody doing something cool by like cosplaying into something or oh my god i saw a video that someone posted on tiktok and it was donald and daisy duck at disneyland following two actual ducks because there are ducks all over Disneyland that's so funny like, like real ducks we always joke because you know we're a hockey family so we're like oh shit it's the Anaheim Ducks we're like is that Corey Perry but she plays for Dallas South, but we're like oh man it's the Anaheim Ducks we're so fucking going anyway <laughs> um <laughs> So there's like ducks all over Disneyland. And so these ducks were walking down Main Street and Donald and Daisy were like following behind and it was really freaking cute. That's so funny. <laughs> it's so cute. So that's like the stuff I like watching and that's what's targeted at me. Or like, oh my god, now I'm just talking about videos, but um Drake Bell. Speaking yep. of Josh Peck, Drake Bell, yummy. Uh <laughs> he a lot of people are like pretending to ride Disney rides while Disneyland's closed during the quarantine. And <laughs> he has a whole room in his house dedicated to the haunted mansion so he played like the haunted mansion song and then was like showing the memorabilia and like this the like figurines and stuff he has and he has like the haunted mansion wallpaper i was like this is the kind of positivity i need in my goddamn life i was like that's amazing so because i'm a big haunted mansion person that's probably that's so funny i will talk to you to anyone about Disneyland rides. Allison's never been. So one of these episodes will be Allison's first trip to Disneyland. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was fine. And I'll be like, I cried every 30 seconds because it's the best place on earth. <laughs> so that's pretty much Vine versus TikTok. How do you feel after reading and listening to some of that? You still think Vine's interface is better? Do you think. What do you think is best for, like, the millennial Gen Z population?
0: Um, I definitely understand why TikTok has gained so much popularity. Um, Definitely just because, like you said, there is so much more creativity that's allowed to happen on it. I I truly do feel, to some extent, that they're two different, um, not, like, in the literal sense when I say they're two different platforms, but, like, in the type of person that likes them and the type of person that's good at them. I know it's only just like a short time of time difference, but I feel like people who made good vines um have a good vine making skill. And then people who make good TikToks have a good TikTok making skill. Yeah. And they don't necessarily, they aren't necessarily the same thing. Um but yeah, again, like the the thing with TikTok, I'm just like, yo, you're stressing me out playing this shit over and over again. But um mm-hmm. yeah. Uh and then actually um so uh you have at the bottom like why are millennials and gen z so into videos and oh
1: yeah this is kind of what i wanted to close out with is why people are so into it
0: okay cool i just well we can do the drama first and then come back to that yeah i wanted to come back Um, to that
1: because i that's what i wanted to close with is okay so we had this talk about vine and tiktok why why does that matter you got it
0: um okay well we'll save for that um as far as the drama goes, I kind of brought this uh, up to Ali when we were talking about this po- this episode last week. Um, I was like, yo, did you know that the guy who like co-founded Vine also went on to co-found HQ Trivia, which was that app that live-streamed trivia nights every single night, and the most famous host from there was Scott Rogowski, and... Um, I knew actually one of my good friends uh, from college Uh, his name is Andrew Watts and he is like my favorite example of how obsessed older people are with figuring out social media because when we were 19 at UT he wrote an article on Medium called Social Media from a Teenager's Perspective He published it at, like, midnight on a Friday, and he woke up the next day to hundreds of notifications on his phone. This thing had been reblogged and retweeted and all this shit, and he's getting all this media attention for, like, giving really valuable insight to how teenagers actually view social media platforms, and um, he's, like, friends with Mark Cuban now, and he, like does all this yeah he's like considered one of the top marketers in the world just because he did this op-ed piece and obviously he's done a lot of wonderful work since then but that like put him on the map right um and I say all of that uh (laughs) I say all of that because he was working at HQ in like the height of it and after he kind of left like it seemed to change a little bit and um, a couple months ago, I was still following the HQ trivia Twitter a couple months ago. They like tweeted, sorry, no show tonight or ever. Like we're basically done like zero notice to any of their fans. Yeah. And this shit was getting like millions of live stream viewers a night. And, mm-hmm. um, Scott Rogowski, the main host had left at that point. So I think a lot of his fans kind of stopped watching. And so mm-hmm. obviously the, the app was on a downturn, um, but it was interesting too, like, cause I know Scott Rogowski is a comedian in New York. And so he's got his podcasts and his other gigs and stuff. And I just follow him as a person on there. And he, as soon as he saw that shit come out from HQ trivia, he let, loose like he was going off on the co-founder and to be clear the one who went from vine to hq was russ uh russ yusupov um and scott was like for days just trash talking russ and being like because he's russ has already moved on to some other app too and um scott's like you know Like, he ruined Vine, he ruined HQ, don't let this guy be the CEO of your company, he'll ruin yours next, like, all this trash talk, Mm -hmm. and I just thought it was so wild, so I don't know if you found anything beyond that, but his workers just seemed to really hate him.
1: (laughs) I didn't find that much, but I did see an interesting article where it, kind of exactly like you said, like, all of a sudden, Russ Yusupov tweeted and was like, an HQ trivia tweeted and was like, okay, we're done and that was in february i think it happened on valentine's day but on three twenty nine, twenty twenty, 2020 russ used on twitter tweeted again and said hey we're back we're like literally it was like tonight we're gonna have hq trivia you know it was very like last minute and kind of strange i don't know if that was like the marketing technique that they were going for yeah i feel like in today's day i don't know if they came back because three twenty nine, twenty twenty. 2020 for those of you listening in the future uh is the peak of quarantine time uh, because mm. of the cur- the novel coronavirus so I don't know if they were like oh fuck it we'll just come back because no one's got anything better to do I didn't find like a ton of stuff exactly on like that's why I was like you should put your two cents in because I, I didn't find a ton on like what people said yeah aside from just based on the rhetoric of the way Dom Hoffman kind of talked it sounds like there's definitely some bad blood there.
0: Yeah. I mean, to me, it sounded like, and again, my friend who was working at HQ, like when he was at HQ, he was in charge of their social media marketing. Um, so he was like the one managing their Twitter and all of their messaging on those platforms. And he did an awesome job. Um, but it was just really funny. Cause like, you know, he left and like, there were actually fans of him. Like they knew that Andrew was the person behind the HQ Twitter. And so like when he announced that he was leaving, like people were sad about that. And then Scott left soon after. Um, and, and there's a point too, and we've talked about this on the live stream dating show that I've been hosting. There's a point where like, since the the other characters on the show are not consistent, there's a point at which the audience starts coming for the host um and Scott was totally that host like any other time they tried to let another host go on they were just like slamming that person in the chat the whole time like Mm -hmm. people loved Scott and so when he left I really do think that that personality made it be a a huge blow to the app um I think so too but it was still a full-ass office like when Andrew was working there um I mean they were posting pictures they got big celebrities like Shaq came on one night and like made the grand prize like some 30k or something like that and um Mm -hmm. I think they had a 300 K night one time, like they were giving away big money and getting big names to support it and come on as guest hosts. Um, they had a huge team. Cause Andrew would like post pictures with the team and do through screen through creeping on Scott, like I saw some of the other people. Um, there was one woman who hosts a podcast and I'm blanking on her name. Um, but like HQ was her day job. She's like this podcast host and comedian, but she was doing some sort of marketing for, for HQ. And she was like, I'm devastated. We also didn't know. Like, it seemed like the way that they canceled it just was like, they showed up to the office that day and there was no warning
1: that that's pretty much what I got from like this I think it was a CNN article that I read I had the link to it and we'll post it in the show notes but um it sounds like they had 25 full-time workers and they just like completely got laid off yeah so kind of a weird situation there but I mean with I feel like that's kind of the way social media work is is like you know with this technology moving so fast and so quick paced you know, you have your 15 minutes of fame and then like you're done. It sounds like the app was still successful though. So it sounds like, again, another pseudo successful or very successful app that maybe was on the downfall that they just kind of like, cut maybe they cut their losses early or what but they it sounds like the same thing kind of happened with mine
0: yeah it's interesting like as as someone who does social media stuff for work like I don't think I really I know on episode one I mentioned that I do a bunch of different shit but like one of my main things that I do is like social media marketing for health companies and as someone who understands very easily how like how much the platforms change and also how little people believe in them still, which I find very interesting because, um, I guess because in the scheme of things, they're so new, like people still don't trust them as like a viable place to advertise all the time. Like, is this really worth the money I'm paying someone to manage this account? Mm -hmm. Um, it is just really interesting to see like the rise and fall so quickly. It's like you're watching huge corporations rise and fall within a couple of years for some of these. <laughs> um, yeah. but yeah, yeah, that's- it's,
1: it's, it's, yeah, it's super interesting to see. And then I feel like I never really got into it, but, um, the reason why Vine kind of died for lack of a better turn is just because of lack of ratings and people were moving on to other things. So Instagram started their Instagram videos and their Instagram channel, like, mm. um,
0: IGTV, can watch
1: IGTV, yeah. So they started that, um, and then also another thing is that a lot of followers were going straight to YouTube, Snapchat, and Instagram. And I mean, I'm one of those people too. I never watched Vine on the Vine app. I just watched them on YouTube.
0: That's a good point so. because like we were t- talking about this like uh, on the pandemic love team recently of like, should we start a TikTok because. There's, like, when you're talking from the marketing perspective of, like, conversions, like, people on TikTok aren't being advertised to right now because no companies have figured out how to do it. <laughs>
1: um, uh, that's and, not true. Uh, Grubhub. Okay, um, so there's,
0: like, a couple companies a that few. are trying it. But, like, those are also the companies that were willing to sponsor podcasts when they were new, right? Like, they're the companies that are taking big risks mm-hmm. on stuff that they're not sure about. Um So like most of the TikTok users aren't used to being advertised to, especially by like, if you're following an influencer on there, they're not Mm -hmm. straight up doing product reviews on TikTok. But the conversion rate, of getting people onto your email list or like telling people to visit your YouTube channel or follow you on Instagram I mean like using TikTok as the entry point is huge. Someone was telling me it's like 60%, which like for mm. reference if you emails it like an email list is considered the most reliable marketing source and that's a 2 to 4% conversion rate. So like mm. TikTok converting 60%, be it just getting people on your list or sending them to another channel, like that's fucking huge.
1: Well and I think that might be because um like the four year the four you page. Mm-hmm. It'll be like you'll get into a video and then they'll be like, Okay, you have to like this video and come to follow my page for part two to see what happens. Yeah. So that could be it, kind of a way to or it'll be like, Hey, follow me on YouTube, a lot of um TikTok people that are, you know, popping are on youtube a lot too and i'm not super into the youtube realm i know my brother is like my brother could watch like 10 hours of youtube
0: yeah youtube is massive i'm 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 not much of a youtube watcher i do use it for my company though and like you can make money on there without having subscribers like that's the thing that people forget is if you're making any sort of quality video, like as long as you have brand partnerships and stuff, like you can make money on it. Like I make several mm-hmm. hundred dollars a month just by having affiliate brand partnerships and like doing That's videos cool. for them. So it's, you know, if these, if these kids are really looking into stuff like that, then like props to them. They're being super smart.
1: <laughs> I know, but it's interesting because YouTube is where a lot of those product reviews come in at. Like I think of those eight year old boys that are really into makeup. Yeah. Or, you know, showing off. You know Jeffrey Star's makeup line or whatever, um, and that's what they've been using. And mm-hmm. as like a very, I know very little about makeup. <laughs> I'm like, wow, they're so talented. I need. To go, <laughs> you know, it, it makes you want to go buy that, right? Yeah. So it's really smart marketing and and stuff like that's popping up on TikTok too. I think TikTok is really just beginning, especially because of the fame that it's gotten with. I don't know the statistics on like how many more people have joined since the pandemic, but I know that people have definitely been way more into TikTok since the pandemic started. That
0: was like a joke. Just from like my
1: personal experience.
0: That was like a running joke on my Facebook and my Twitter was like, how many people are going to say they got a TikTok today? (laughs) Like the first couple weeks of quarantine, got bored, got a TikTok. TikTok.
1: (laughs) That's exactly what I did. And like I said, I haven't posted anything and I have zero followers. You don't have to follow me on TikTok. That was not a cry for help. What is a cry for help is follow me on Instagram. (laughs) so (laughs) anyway um (laughs) so ellie what's your instagram it's tombinator t-o-o-m-s-i-n-a-t-o-r like to like like terminator but (laughs) tombinator which is my last name it's amazing. You should follow me right now. It's just pictures of me. <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs> amazing.
1: <laughs> anyway, um, cool guy. But yeah, so that kind of leads us back into why, why is our generation, which I think you and I, I was going to like write down exactly. There's no set parameters. Like the government didn't say if you were born this year to this year, you're a millennial. It's just kind of like, it just depends because on some sites were millennials and on some sites were gen z i yeah. personally identify more on the millennial side of things um yeah i've so seen the gen z side i also am kind of an older soul not that millennials are old but like i think i've I seen that like, like, like if you faster. were born
0: if you were born in 97 or later then you're considered a millennial or no excuse me 97 or later you're a gen z
1: gen z which is i was born in 96 yeah so,
0: so it's like you're on the edge yeah yeah
1: I, And I would definitely agree with that because there are some things from millennials that I don't remember, but there are some things I do, and there are some Gen Z stuff where I was like, I was not eating Tide Pods, you know. (laughs) You (laughs) would have been immune to Tide Pod, but you would have been immune to coronavirus if you did. So that's so true.
0: oh my gosh but,
1: um, so why why are we so into video so I found a really interesting article from forbes.com I really focused just on this article because if I'm honest with you I did a lot of research and I was like tired and I was like <laughs> all right I don't want to do this could be a whole episode in itself but why we're into video so I focused on Jessica Barron who has a PhD um, t- she works for Forbes magazine doing some freelance stuff she was is a really good article I'll, I'll put it in the show notes or wherever we decide to do stuff so, direct quote, according to business a business insider survey, granted of just about 1800 people in the United States between 13 and 21, 65% of young people check Instagram every day, while 62% are daily YouTube users, while only 34% were on Facebook daily and just 23% on Twitter. That's that really mind-blowing
0: about YouTube to me.
1: But think about it, uh this morning I woke up and I did yoga and I watched a YouTube video.
0: That's true. That like,
1: you know, and one of the things we do at work a lot of the times is like, well, um, one of our nurses started it, but we'll put on like, if we're done charting and we're not doing anything, we'll put on like a calming beach background on our computer. Mm. And like, we'll say it's kind of like a mindful mental health thing. We like put it on or, you know, at Christmas time we put on a fireplace. Yeah. Whatever. Um, so if you think about it and I thought it was interesting. because a lot of a big percentage of that, which I think maybe I talk about later I read it in the article or something, was it's a lot of like how to or like learning videos
0: <laughs> that's true, so like as I mean i mentioned i I dabble in YouTube for my stuff a bit, and like the number one rule for s e o is like try and title your your videos and your captions in a way that you know you're searching for stuff, so like instead of me being like um uh Instead of titling something like All About Vitamin D, I would title it How to Improve Mood Naturally, mm-hmm. because then that's gonna lead them to be like, oh, you know, it's titled How to Improve Mood Naturally. That's exactly what I Googled. You click on mm-hmm. it, and then it's just a video about how vitamin D is awesome or something like that, you know? Yeah,
1: no, that's interesting. But it also, you know, I think. So when YouTube came out, I remember the first time I ever heard of YouTube. I was in fifth grade. I had never heard of it before. And so yeah. I was like, oh, we'll watch a YouTube video on it. And I was like, what's YouTube? And here we are. For me, YouTube is like, do you remember the shoes video? Or it's like, oh my God, shoes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like that and like Harry Potter Puppet Pals. Like to me, that's what I think YouTube is. It's literally just like. The fucking Harry
0: Potter Puppet, s- Puppet Pals.
1: Amazing video. <laughs> Cyanide and Happiness or like, um, you know, just like. Stupid shit like that. Like, I forget that a lot of my high school was spent watching John Green and his brother Hank Green have a YouTube channel and they talk about stuff. It's kind of a lot like this podcast, actually, where they like do research on the things. And now I'm embarrassed because I don't remember what it's called. I'm, gonna use, I'm well, going to look at it. I mean, podcast.
0: I just remember like there was also a phase of YouTube and, and it's still there. I just obviously don't watch it anymore, but like I was a huge fan of like Crash Charlie, Course. Carly is so Crash
1: Course. Crash course. Yes, crash course. That's what it's called. Um that's and that's like John Green and his brother Hank Green talk about you like I remember watching videos about biology before I had a biology exam to better explain biology. Yeah. <laughs> so sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, but no, yeah. Uh,
0: you're good. I was just thinking of like the vlogger era too. Like it felt like mm-hmm. in middle school, like being a fan of a vlogger was so cool. Like I loved Charlie is so cool. Like me and Becca, like loved that guy so much. He just was some like dorky British kid. And I'm pretty sure he's still making videos and he's probably 30 by now. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he had um, like millions of subscribers and it was just a fucking vlog. Like that's it.
1: Yeah, no. And it's, it's interesting because again it's all targeted based on things that you like so uh podcasts have now become a lot more popular on youtube which i think is interesting um as well as like really the only thing i watch on youtube anymore is either bloopers from parks and recreation (laughs) carpool karaoke or npr tiny desk concert which is amazing
0: that's funny i know like i was talking to a friend who (laughs) uh, was doing sales at dell and like she was basically saying that um like, even though they're, obviously she's a salesperson and she's on salary plus commission, like Dell is still super strict on like, you have to be here from nine to five or whatever. Um, So she was like, dude half the time I finish my work by 10 30 in the morning. And then I'm just sitting at the desk listening to a podcast the rest of the day. And I was like, that fucking sucks. But in my head, it totally makes sense why YouTube podcasts are like getting extra traffic because you can't necessarily have Spotify installed on your computer at work. So like mm-hmm. YouTube is the place where you can go to listen to them.
1: That's true. And I mean, it's the same thing at work. Like I'll play. Yeah. At Christmas time, I play like a YouTube channel Christmas. <laughs> yeah you know or um one of my favorite things which for any parents out there i recommend this too Uh, i work with kids so sometimes babies won't go to sleep and so if you just type in baby lullabies and put it on like your phone or like some of them even have videos where like they can look at like fish swimming Mm. and so it's like it can promote their cognitive development dude I fucking use YouTube all the time for that stuff because I can't sit in there and hold the baby all night. I have other patients I have to take care of. And if mom has to work or whatever, um, you just pop it in there and they just go to sleep. And so there's so many, it's so multifaceted. um, And I think that it just shows how much technology is, how far it's come. I think too. So like 10, from, 15
0: years. Oh, yeah. And I think as far as the psychology of like, why do we like it so much? Um, mm-hmm. Getting more into like the advertising side again, mm-hmm. like, I think we as a, a like a population now not even a generation like people in general are so used to seeing text on a screen and it's not catchy enough anymore. Like we have so much stuff to scroll past that we've honestly gotten lazy. Mm-hmm. And so like,
1: it's so true. Videos I mean,
0: and pictures are so much easier for people to look at. And that's why I think we like them so much. And if you have a video with captions, shit, you are ahead of the game. Cause that's yeah. where they're headed next.
1: It's it's interesting because that's my, you know, I, I used to be such a huge reader and now I like barely read books, but mm-hmm. I read every day. I just don't read books per se. And I like it's interesting that you bring up the captioning because I've decided the only way to watch any television now is with post captioning.
0: Well, the thing too, especially like if you're on if you're on Facebook or Instagram, like some people, I mean, a fuck ton of people are scrolling those platforms at work mm-hmm. and they don't want to turn the sound on, but yes. they like seeing the video. So having the caption there is the happy medium.
1: Yes, it's so true. So I, I totally agree. I, I think kind of along those same lines. Um, A 2018, I had mentioned this, 2018 Pew study showed that 85% of teens use YouTube and according to Google, which owns YouTube, they're using it to gain knowledge or learn skills. Uh, And then the article also says that a lot of people just watch videos to make them happy. And I mean, think about it. Like I watch TikTok videos and I freaking crack up at them because they're hilarious. Um, And I, I think, you know, with the baby boomer generation kind of dying out, Um, and the gen x generation getting older gen z according to this article said that by 2020 which is this year 40 percent of all consumers are going to be gen z that's wild so when you think about that large of a marketing like that amount of people that you're marketing to Mm -hmm. that's a huge percentage
0: yeah absolutely and um one thing that I was going to mention too, as far as YouTube versus these other two video platforms, obviously everyone knows YouTube is way longer form. I feel like because Vine and TikTok exist or existed, um, uh, those are kind of like, I don't want to say lower quality because I've definitely seen some good quality TikToks. <laughs> um, but YouTube is like the place where people know they can go and probably get higher quality content higher now. Higher quality.
1: Yeah. I agree. And there are some people that have, like, straight-up studios just for TikTok. Like, I was laughing because during this pandemic, the Philadelphia Flyers, a hockey team, um, they have a mascot called Gritty, and he kind of, like, when he came onto the scene, was kind of, like, a big deal because he's just basically, like, a big orange fluff, and he acts (laughs) really weird, and he's freaking hilarious, right? So, there's, I was laughing because Gritty has his own TikTok, which I follow, one of the seven people I follow. That's so funny. (laughs) And... There's literally, there's a dude who dresses up in the gritty costume and has a room in his house in quarantine just for gritty TikTok videos that's hilarious. And they're so funny. Like (laughs) he does the challenges and whatever. And he'll like be with the person's dog. It's really funny.
0: And that's such a smart marketing move for that team, right? Because they're keeping themselves in on your back burner without ever directly selling anything to you.
1: Well, and people, you know, when Gritty came on the scene, I remember when they announced that this was the Philadelphia Flyers mascot. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with Philadelphia? (laughs) I think it's kind of along the lines of, I think they're, Again, I know a lot about hockey and very little about other sports, so I apologize. But they have kind of an odd mascot, I think, for their baseball team or something. I don't know. It's it Philadelphia. Just-
0: There's a lot wrong.
1: <laughs> hey, it's the city of brotherly love. It's great. I love it. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, it's. I thought it was so weird, and it. He ended up being like the greatest mascot, and like everybody loves it. When I went to Philadelphia, which was a couple months after he was quote born. <laughs> they i tried to get my brother a shirt and like they were sold out everywhere cause that's funny loved him. and so he's got a shit ton of followers on tiktok and on in, like literally just gritty has an instagram not even <laughs> so, like associated with the philadelphia flyers but like just to do gritty things right and like that's how people get more involved in, you know the kids go wow that's a really funny Mascot. I'm gonna like the flyers, and then before you know it, they're buying flyers merch. They're coming to games. All this shit. It just makes it's so crazy it's how so something smart. so small of someone being like, "Hey, I'm gonna do this stupid video in my room wearing the gritty costume in order to promote," you know, the flyers. Can go so far and reach so many people.
0: I mean, that works perfectly too. Like my dad talks about all the time. He's always been a fan of the Rams, like the football team, the Rams, which they've only been good like I think they were good in the '80s, like the '70s or '80s, and they have not Didn't been good since. Yeah, suddenly randomly they got good again. I don't know. But um they were not good for again, a very it's long not time.
1: Hockey, I don't know. Like, yeah, they were not good sorry. for a
0: very long time. But um but yeah, they did they did go to the playoffs last year. Um but the only reason he ever like he told me this, the only reason he even started liking them was because he liked their helmets when he was a kid.
1: The only reason That's my it. brother liked the Philadelphia Flyers is because he was seven and their jerseys were neon orange. Yeah. We're not from Philadelphia. We we until he until after he had already liked the Flyers for two years, we had never been to Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> like he had no idea. And then like he was like, Oh, their their jerseys are orange. The only reason I like hockey is I mean there's a lot of reasons, of course, it's multifaceted, but my favorite team when I first started was the Washington Capitals because Alexander Ovechkin, who's their captain of the team, first of all he's a really good player and he's really fun to watch on youtube which i did when i was 12 but also his name looks like it spells out oven chicken it's spelled o-v-e-c-h-k-i-n and it looks like it spells out (laughs) oven chicken so i was like i'm gonna like hockey and i'm gonna like this guy because his name's oven chicken
0: that's so funny
1: (laughs) and now and i mean he's one of the greatest players of all time and now i i know significantly more about hockey but like it's funny how just something little like that can spark a lot of consumerism really
0: yeah (laughs) i mean think about baby yoda
1: they kept that or or the child from the mandalorian right that on the dl because they knew it was going to go huge and once he was introduced like poof there were pops funko pops poof there was all this stuff there were you know figurines at disneyland and t-shirts and
0: totally oh man
1: that was was a lot of information
0: good tangent this is the show where we start on a topic and then we tell stories
1: yes but that's kind of why i like it i And the podcast that I listened to, that was one of, that's the thing that I like listening to. Like, I like to listen to what they're talking about too, but you know, just that one topic, it's kind of fun if they go off on tangents and talk about their experiences and stuff. If that's not your vibe, I totally get it. You know, Allison and I could actually (laughs) obligated to listen to our podcast if you started it, which you are, but you could in theory turn down the podcast (laughs) you could still subscribe and give us five stars though (laughs) yeah no that would be great you know five star review would be super awesome you could just be like these bitches are annoying or whatever i tell you what our first bad review it's not gonna be good i'm gonna cry i'm gonna cry in the stupid fucking closet
0: if you write a bad review of this podcast just know Allie's gonna cry and i'm gonna have to deal with it so think (laughs) before you hit send
1: please especially if cody's not here allison's gonna have to pick me up off the floor They'll be like, oh, he, I gotta fly my ass to fucking Phoenix to take care of Allie because she can't handle the bad reviews. <laughs> and especially because they'll be like, Allison's pretty great, but that other one, she's kind of annoying. And I'll be like, oh, why did I do this? I thought this was supposed to be good for my mental health. Uh, <laughs> fame is difficult.
0: Her. Fame is difficult.
1: I know. <laughs> you would know. You're so much cooler than I am. Allison, speaking of YouTube being famous, uh, uh, Allison got famous on YouTube from Didn't You Shoot a Hog? <laughs>
0: Oh my God. Okay.
1: Okay. We'll let's- link to it. Don't worry. <laughs>
0: let's be very clear um ali and i have already mentioned that we're from texas um i grew up in a hunting family Allie grew up in a military family <laughs> so we are have been raised by
1: responsible gun owners
0: and yes, yes my indeed. family my family hunts to feed ourselves it's been very useful during the quarantine um, i know i'm
1: jealous I, yeah. I i would that's something i would really like to have right now but
0: I obviously yeah do. we have fresh meat which is good um but yes, when I was 10, I shot my first hog, and my dad filmed it on like a tape recorder and then has since transcribed it, I guess, to digital format. And he uploaded it to YouTube, and I have like 30,000 plus views on it and like all and it's 10 year old me and I literally shoot this fucking hog which was like it was like the ranch record it was like 300 pounds and you see like the hog gets shot and you don't see the video pull back to show me until after the hog has shot been shot so you don't realize it's a 10 year old little girl (laughs) shooting this giant ass hog with tusks and then it like pulls back and it's little me being like Should I shoot him again? And I have like the worst accent. (laughs) And
1: I sound so
0: hick. (laughs) I'm so Texan. (laughs)
1: amazing video
0: it's ridiculous yeah we'll for sure link to that just please don't send any hate mail to my dad it's like so funny because all of the people like obviously the people who are watching hunting videos on
1: youtube are like hunters um yes very few are like animal rights activists yeah so like all
0: of the comments are like what a great dad and like this is amazing great (laughs) parenting and like i bet she hasn't had any unwanted pregnancies and like all this (laughs) shit (laughs) (laughs)
1: oh my god that's so funny
0: (laughs) wow episode four we finally got Allie to cackle
1: (laughs) oh my god I sound like a witch that's so bad but she doesn't have any unwanted pregnancy because that's where it all goes yes (laughs) oh my god I miss Texas every day (laughs) (laughs) those people are so great it's so funny it's amazing (laughs) it's a great place to live but yeah um I am not YouTube famous so please don't look I did think I think I did a blog for a senior project when I was on YouTube when I was a senior but
0: I have that's a bunch it. of embarrassing, like, attempts at vlogs from when I was in high school, and I use the same channel to post my comedy to now, which is a very bad idea, I'm sure, <laughs> but uh, whatever. Oh, that's right.
1: You do post your comedy on YouTube, too. Yeah. Well, <laughs> cool. We'll put links to all this stuff, uh, either in an Instagram, we'll eventually start, or a website or something. I promise, we keep saying that, but the way we're setting this all up is we're recording a bunch of episodes. And then we're going to see if it flies. So they kind of go from there. <laughs>
0: yeah, we'll definitely make a Gmail that we'll start putting. We'll put that in the intro of all of these. Um, yeah. And then we'll, we'll go from there. But I'll, I'll do a little voice intros over at the top of the show when we start publishing them as well with any info that you need yes. from the show.
1: Yep. You can go here or go here. But yeah, that's pretty much it for this week um we always decide what we're gonna talk about next week i do want to mention with that email is if you have any topics because all is on the table with the allisons right that's the point of the podcast so if you have any ideas or anything you want us to talk about or research or your own stories or whatever we want to hear them so email us you can dm me on instagram um literally anything because i would love to hear your opinions on stuff your stories um and any ideas that you want us to talk about? Because yeah. I'm interested in a little bit of everything, so.
0: Yeah, totally topic requests. And uh, like Allie said, her Instagram is at Toomsinator, T-O-O-M-S-I-N-A-T-O-R. And I'm at Allie Wo, A-L-L-I-W-O. You can DM either of us and yeah. we'll start dropping the name of our show Instagram if and when we make it. Um, but yeah. All I bet relevant. it's going
1: to have Allison in it. I bet, <laughs> you fun. know.
0: I'm hoping, like, Allison X2 is available or some shit. <laughs> like,
1: I know. I, I'm hoping something like that. Or just... Allison podcast. Allison, I thought about Alice and Allison Allison. Allison. Oh, yeah. All <laughs> like, is on. Allison, Allison. Allison. All, is on like, all is on W Allison. Yeah. All is on with the Allisons. That's I funny. have a couple ideas, but it doesn't really matter. So. We'll do
0: some research, but the links will be below. And we really appreciate you guys listening. Definitely yeah. subscribe. Give us a review. Hopefully, a good Tell one. Tell your friends that yeah. we nice. We don't buy it. Subscribe your Uber drivers to our show. <laughs>
1: yes. Yes. It's a great idea. Oh, man. All right. Well,
0: thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll be back next week. Bye!